Hello, everybody. It's Friday night and we have a chock-a-block show for you looking at RPGs, board games, miniature games, card games that may or may not be miniature games. Who knows? We have it if you want it. All the best from the last seven days. On top of all of that, we also have a prize from our Kickstarter of the Silver Moon Daughters. Uh, if you want to find out how to win and what is involved in that, then stick around for the Kickstarter part later on in the show. Otherwise, sit back and relax because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined by John, Shay, and Ben. Say hello. 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 Oh, we <clears throat> did a silly voice. And yeah. <laughs> that will be very appropriate for our indie in a moment. Um, oh. But mm-hmm. we have a, a fairly packed show this week, as, we is, as is our want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, we don't have anything exciting and, and weird to tell you about that we've been up to. Uh, we certainly There's stuff paying. coming, but you have to wait yeah. till next yeah. week to hear about the things that are happening yeah. in the week after. They don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we don't have anything to bring you up to speed on, uh, so we can just get cracking straight into the show. We can. However, yeah. John and I did look at the uh, the new plastics from uh, Team Yankee this week for the Nord. You did, yeah. yeah. So if you haven't Very seen nice. that, I don't think they're out in the wild yet anywhere else. No, Only- and it's it's not one kit. It's three kits. We, we, you know, we, look, at, we yeah. look at many kits, including Frankenstein's creation. The, 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 the Marksman is coming out this weekend. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but the, the other stuff isn't yet. So It's, it's a bit cool. further down the line. So if, if you're interested in a bit of the old Cold War gone hot mm-hmm. in the 15 mils, then uh, you can have a look at that. But otherwise, it's time to get cracked into the end of the week. Ooh. And this week's end of the week is a little bit different. We're going a bit RP- different? RPG. Ah. Uh, and there's a reason we're going a bit RPG. Um, because Exalted Funeral, who are a fantastic yes. little company, are having their endless summoner sale. Oh, I see what uh, they did there. See, see what they did there? Yeah. It, it's like endless summer, but with creepy demons creepy. even though summer is basically over here in in england and yeah. ireland so there we um, go but, uh, no <laughs> it only runs this weekend which is why i want to show them makes but, sense yeah yeah so you have until monday to pick some of the stuff up mm-hmm. um the, the website anyway is quite interesting i will say it only started on wednesday yeah start on wednesday and there was some free merch it's all gone don't look for the free merch there are free things still um, but the merch, the the frisbees and the beach towels and stuff. Wow. Uh, um, um, yeah, I mean, they went like that. Um, I got the email late at night because I, I'm up too late as things are. And I was like, oh, I'll go and have a look at these. And by the time I'd started clicking things into a cart, the They're Americans had swarmed us and it was gone. However, um, I will show you a couple of the free bits they have. So... I will throw a caveat in here. There are things that you see are listed as free with a no cost price and a costy price. So you may get in there 
and take a look at the eternal return key um, and discover that the PDF is free, but there's a print version you can pay for. I see. Or sometimes vice versa. There's a print version that is free. You have to pay for shipping. So you can bundle up a load of the free stuff and then just pay for shipping. But then there's like a PDF version that will cost you something. So there's a, an interesting little card game as well. Um, but there's a whole host of things in here. Uh, like there's the, the card battles. See, see they've done there. Um, that in of itself is bizarre. A business card game of car warfare. <laughs> so it, it is essentially Mad Max slash Gaslands but all done by a medium of yeah. little cards like this. Oh, that's you, cool. You track your engine and your armor and your uh, car just sort of does donuts around the table um, with your little sort of 8-bit style creations there, mm -hmm. which I just think is absolutely adorable. So this Amazing. is one of the ones where you can grab it. Obviously, they're in America. So if you're going to be getting a lot of the free stuff and shipping it, uh, you may end up paying a, a bit for the shipping. But, I mean, it's it's worthwhile jumping in and having a nosy around see what you can see what sort of floats your boat or uh blows up your car depending how you're feeling <laughs> in the office no one can hear you scream it's it's like they've gone ahead and decided to do a free rpg day by themselves yeah it's, it's like you know yeah. we're, we're going to do this but we have such a big catalog of stuff um that there's so much we can get into so these are all the end Epic of summer hole of horror i love it Mm. You have until midnight on July 31st. Plenty of time. Yes. Ish. Well, I mean, pretty much. There's Gvukborg. Don't know what that is. Maybe some sort of quiche. Um, <laughs> yeah. Quiche can sometimes be evil. So. Yeah. Uh, before we have a look at the, uh, at the free bits and pieces, I will take a dive through the rest of their site. So as you can see, they have... Uh, breakdown by game systems and also then by product types. Uh, mm -hmm. So if I come out of this, because this is the free bits, uh, and we go into just the Exalted Funeral stuff that belongs to them, I think they do sell stuff that uh, they ship in, so essentially they're a distributor as well. Right. As you can see, they have 108 adventure books. Nice. 80 core uh, RPG books and so on and so forth. And you can see up here, some of them will work for various games. I am lots for Mirkberg, <laughs> lots for Mirkberg and Into the Odd as well. Yeah. Um, Both great I, I'm, games. I'm not entirely certain. It's possible if they weren't a distributor, they may have been a the publisher uh, for the original Into the Odd before it got the second edition was published by Free League. Mm. Um, so, so there is stuff in there. So, for example, if I do that, you can see it's Into the Odd is um, a very stripped down psychedelic rpg yeah there's, there's a lot of weirdness going on there and as you can see like, screaming the, the, amongst the stars the way that i view it is that alice in wonderland is quite trippy mm. and kind of acid trippy yes but imagine if that was like double <laughs> it's, it's a good way to do it uh, it's very trippy given, yeah so and as you can see a lot of that comes in with these i, so, I it, there's something i absolutely love about the whole stylized rpg thing that we're getting at the moment mm. now with with that was kind of came out with Mjögberg and then it's sort of developed with all of the spin-offs that have come from that and everything yeah. as well. Um since we're talking about Mjörg, we'll have a look at Forbidden Sam. So yeah. Forbidden Sam is their the miniatures game. Miniatures yeah. game for Mjörkberg. 
Um, and as, and because they're done on sort of an open license, anybody can write uh, any sort of supplements or whatever they want. The the core game, Forbidden Sam. Do I own this? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> Why did you even ask? Because it's one that's always on the background where I'm going, I should buy that, I should buy that. And then occasionally I end up with doubles of things. Uh, so sometimes I need to be careful. Anyway, so the the miniatures side, the little skirmish game, which is peculiar in and of itself, but then you've got other people have then gone, right, RPG has spawned the miniatures game, and then the miniatures game has got other other authors going, you know what, the, this is fantastic. I think I could write some interesting additions for that, whether it's like monsters, beastry, mm-hmm. scenarios, whatever it happens to be. Um, so here you have like a, a whole expansion where you're having to try and keep your little wizards war bands live it's the perfect game for something we're going to be talking about later in the show yes Mm. yes it is so um they have like i say a mixture of of stuff they do have one particular section that is listed as system agnostic. However, as you're going to see in some of the free bits and pieces, a lot of this, even though it says it's for a specific system, I would just grab it and go, yeah, I'm having that. Uh, and yeah. I'm going to use X, Y, and Z out of that book for mine. So I don't really mind. Tables to roll on are tables that can work with anything. That's so, the one. Yeah. Unicorn Set- meat. Can I see what that's about? Can you see what that's Only if I see what Settlers <laughs> of a Dead God is. I kind of wanted to see the sh- chivalric... Um, chivalric bromance one yeah. romance. <laughs> you've got it that is unicorn base right there it's the wonderful important money. the important thing is like the buffalo you must use all the parts of the unicorn otherwise it's just wasteful <laughs> it's a southern gothic horror wow inspired oh. by Lisa the Painful True Detective and Lord of the Flies oh if anybody was fans of first series of True Detective Said, set in the decaying ruins of the last unicorn farm in the world that should be absolutely fantastic beautiful I want it and some of these books um, go from you know big hardbacks to small sort of A5 pamphlety um, paperback softback stuff. Mm. There's the Settlers of the Dead God because we all know my fondness for creep. And it's very creepy. Is that some sort of unusual lobster attacking a termite colony? That's that are trying to arm you, themselves yeah. with crossbows. Yeah. That's I, what happens that, when you pick the sentient lobster from the tank at dinner. A termite looks like it's wearing a beanie as well. <laughs> he may well be, actually. <laughs> that means he's an SAS beanie. An he SAS. is. Oh, yeah. Sass termites. Including a crossbow as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you've got to keep them away somehow. So oh, go, so you players two, like bugs. That's cool. You oh. two can uh, play amongst the carpet fibers. Mm-hmm. Go, go full Rick Moranis. Reminds me of Hollow Knight, a very good video yes. game. And that vibe. Very cool. Hmm. So yes. Can we, should we have a look at chivalric bromance for John? I will have a look at chivalric <laughs> bromance for John. I don't. I mean, I seen it and I was like, ah, uh, I'm go, not sure about you, this. You can be no. a gay, queer, or a game about exiled LGBTQ plus mm. knights and their queer companions. Very Fair cool. enough. Yeah, I'm glad I pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> So. I love that it's. So all that I, I love that it's distinctly for thirsty adventurers. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. You fell into a thirst trap. <laughs> oh, O S E, old school essentials. If anybody's mm. ever played the original Dungeons and Dragons, it was a terrifying game where you will not survive ever. How many hit points do you have? Two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point in looking. 
you won't need yeah. it the first time you encounter something you'll be dead yeah. uh, so I, I like the fact that the old school essentials people there they are um have been, the big books, have, yeah. have been pushing out these because you get crusty players who really just like the old hack thrust hack slash thrust games um mm. with i mean permanent danger these days everybody in dungeons and dragons is a god you walk into town and then like punch the mayor in the face and the town explodes <laughs> I, I think you often wrestle tiamat after lunch it's not as much fun whereas this you know the first time you meet a bunch of kobolds you're thinking these little dog face bastards are going to kill me mm. uh, and then it all goes horribly horribly wrong so the old school essentials is cracking as well um but yeah a whole host of stuff that can be played in a whole slew of systems um across the board now if i stop this i will show you one of the pdfs because this one's a little wacky one actually i'm going to show you probably a couple of them but i'm going to start with this one so the eternal return key so this is one of the free ones you can get off of the front page um it's it's peculiar i will say that right off the bat this this is the bear ghost version uh, it does explain some things in here for example it's it's like one of those mangas like what the kids read so you read it back right. to front mm, um I, I will i will start at the, at the front which is technically the back because i'm scrolling down and i'm old um but it it's an interesting one because it explains that uh it's a sort of a psychedelic um industrial futuristic sci-fi game okay but the interesting thing is it's written in sort of three parts there's the game mechanics there's the internal monologue and there's like a demon that's accompanying you um but it, it solves that problem of how do you introduce people to a world that they theoretically grew up in but knew nothing about yeah which is always a problem when you have a really out there or new rpg it's difficult to go well you're on the planet zargbarg and you all know that there's three moons and the cats eat dogs at night um but until somebody has gone, why is that cat eating a dog? You don't really, you know, you've got no frame of reference. Yeah. This one gets around it by the fact that, you know, you just wake up uh, and there's like a, a heads up display and you get these terms, numbers, attributes linked through the shadows of your consciousness. Is this how the demon sees you? Level one, life eight, save 13, but some stats. A world, your level is one. What does that mean? Cats have nine lives, right? Is life eight bad? What are the hero <laughs> dice? Safe from what? The hot flare flashes. Don't worry, says the demon player. So the demon is possibly playing, controlling you. You're seeing everything. You 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 wake up with no memory somewhere. Uh, and there you go. But this is one of these where I'm saying it's great, even if you don't plan on playing this game, but for generating stuff. Mm. Um, so you get these uh tables to roll on where you have like a, a fragment for each you know something that's maybe a memory uh that's going on behind the scenes but also how you've ended up there how you've been reborn and finally what sort of stuff have you got in your pocket you know a laser screwdriver other people here uh play together crew a mission refugees mm -hmm. a name on your cryo underwear you know, it, it has that sort of weirdness. So there's a really nice set of tables uh, uh -huh. about generating uh, yourself uh, for the game. I will now Very go cool. all the way to the start. Uh, uh, and so 
you know, if you're playing it this way and you read that, look, he has a little read this way thing. I don't know why people do this. I understand why other cultures write their stuff that way, but when we translate in English, can we not just flip the pages? Anyway. It's not allowed, Jerry. I'm very confused. <laughs> you, can, you can just print it out, Jerry, and I do, yeah, yeah, you want. That's, that's how the magic happens. Um, but yeah, so this way you see the actual game mechanics. It starts off with the rule and goes through into uh, the character sheets and and the, the standard sort of stuff. And these are all like little 30-page pamphlet-y things, which I adore. Um, mm -hmm. A group of some good friends of mine uh, wrote a load of role-playing games uh, when they were up in Korean University and were published in Korean, and they're all like little 30-page books. Oh, wow. That. Um, so, so these very much are very fun for me, and it's really nice to see other people are still doing this little self-published. Yeah. I have an the idea kind of zine style thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was one of the free ones. I'm going to show you the free bundle now, um, which is somewhat different. In fact, I'm going to go. It was one and a half giggly bits to download. Oh. Uh, can you see my folder? Oh, yes. This so is they, like looking at something that Lloyd's about to share. So this, <laughs> this is this is the free. RPG bundle, the one at the top of the screen. This wow. is the Endless Summoner bundle. Uh, some of these are full games. Some of these are supplements. Some of, There are zip files within my zip files. It's so big. Um, anything there? Grab your, your eye. I saw something up above that was called by Odin's Beard, is it? Is Odin's Beard. I will open yeah. that, and then I will go across to it. Um, anything that says something to do with Vikings is a... It's, it's always a good one. It's always yep. a good one. Yeah. So there it's we probably go. nothing about it's not like, probably nothing to do with Odin. <laughs> so there's Rincurn beneath, beneath the, the broken, broken sword. sword. Uh, so this is a 16 page, what looks to be little Ooh. adventure. Yes, so it's a little adventure. Odin's beard Very cool. RPG. So there you have a little Nordic Icelandic saga that you two can get butchered horribly by some sort of creepy monster. Creepy. <laughs> and, um, there are some other weird and wacky ones that I won't, I won't spend ages going through them all. Um, but let me just find some of the interesting ones. There we go. Trench coats and trench cats. Trench cats. A, what I'm going to say, some sort of World War One style horror. Oh. Um, as you can see. Trench cats All trench right. cats can eat the face of a downed enemy for one HP. <laughs> yes. Yes, they can. Look at that. It's not right. New horrors of war have been spotted. You two can go and see a Marilwood. That's one of those Welsh wrapping dead yes. horse things. The, the, like a skull of a horse on a stick. Thing. Yeah. 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 If you lose a rap battle, they come in and drink all your beer. Um, yeah. so yeah <laughs> the, uh, this I mean it, it looks like it's got that type the, the cramped type text of somebody in the trenches on their, their little yeah, yeah, um, yeah. keyboard just tip tap tip Very tapping cool. away on their typewriter um, and to be fair I used to whenever I was a kid I had a typewriter that I borrowed from my father and I used to do things like this like you know write scenarios and stuff and they'd be all like crap type half impressed letters and stuff it's just great absolutely amazing um that one's obviously sweet to the beat there is uh, a bigger one in here if people missed it there is the 
Monty Python Quick Start Guide, along oh, no. with the pre-gent enchanter knight peasant troubadour. I remember this. Uh, yeah. So, so this so is it's a, not a role-playing game. Role-playing game. Not a role-playing yeah. game. Role-playing game. <laughs> um, it's assuming that bitly still works. If it doesn't, it's up on Kickstarter to pre-order because they're getting they're getting close to finish um, on the publication. So you can go ahead and pre-order the whole thing. But if you want to see what it's like, and it's it's like all kinds of madness is what it's like um, then you can see it in here and if i go down at the very bottom because <laughs> i know you like that when i do that look at that brilliant hello mr <laughs> man and, and then a the big best, foot the best foot. way to deal with those yeah like that <laughs> but yeah so a monumentally big um package of something for RPGs. everybody yeah mm. uh that yeah. you can have a real swim around and pick up something mm. that you've never tried before try if you've never rpg'd if you've never role played uh there's so much in there that you're mm. bound to find something you can go oh well that's great mm -hmm. it's free i'll give that a, a blast i only need a d6 or a pack yeah so many of these are going to be quite rules light because they're attached yeah. to the idea of just sit down and play quick kind of things design a lot of them designed for conventions as well and that mm -hmm. kind of thing so picking stuff from that collection and giving it a go sounds like a great yeah. idea yeah. and i mean if you have if you currently play maybe just play dungeons and dragons there's some D and D stuff, some some five E bits and pieces in there. Plus, there's the older versions if you want to see where it all came from and get mm -hmm. absolutely murdered by some kobolds or a rust monster, and then just go, "Oh my god, this is so hard! What do you mean, elf and dwarf are a class, not a race? What's going on? I'm so confused." Uh, then you can also do that, which is always cool. great fun. Um, yes. But yeah, it's it's mm. experience the world of role playing through the small creator the there are so many out there doing wonderful stuff and not everything needs a budget of a small hollywood movie and production values to make it worthwhile um, Very true. I, I love the i love the the home written nature of some of them and that's not to say that the artwork in, in them is terrible because some of them are absolutely stunning as well it depends on the design and the aesthetic of the person um, what they were going for. So you get these very stark contrasts between the elaborate, the colourful, the wonderful, and then the the, the very sort of stark, I'm, I'm yeah. doing this on a shoestring budget and I'm going to do all the, the illustration artwork myself. And I think it's just absolutely terrific to see. Mm. So yeah. Exalted Funeral. The Good most pick. fun cool. you can have at a funeral. Mm -hmm. Unless it's an Irish funeral, in which case the wake is the most fun you can have at a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> magical. So much fun to go to. Right, we shall move on from our indie and take a look at some news. Coming to you from the centre of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games and all that sh** you love. It's the News. <laughs> okay, we are back in time to take a look at some news. Mm. And first things first, we're midway through the year. It's an <clears throat> ideal time to start thinking about next year. Of course, yeah. And well, it takes a really long time to plan campaigns for role-playing games anyway. So if you get that out of the way now, you should be sorted for when January rolls around. 
Uh, and Loke are going to be helping with that, with their series of releases that are up for pre-order now and coming out throughout the months of, um, well, August, September, October, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we start off with something that I think is an exceptionally good idea, and it's the calendar of many adventures. So the calendar of many adventures does what it says on the tin, just like Ron Sill. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single month is in there for the year, so you can use it as a regular calendar for planning your RPG sessions. But it also comes with a dungeon layout and a QR code that leads to an adventure for you to play each month. So... If you can't get your D&D group together to play games every week, for example, I'm sure they could do a month. And you wouldn't even have to do any planning because you'd literally just get the QR code, dive into the adventure and start playing it, which I think is just an amazing idea. Um, I, I think it's a great thing to have sort of hanging in your uh, your games room so that every mm. single time when your friends come around, they're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, that looks cool. Well, we could play it next week. <laughs> so, yes, a very awesome idea from Luke there that will hopefully get a lot more people sitting down to get organized sessions of role play in. Good, ah, the good luck, Skipper, on fun. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I've seen this, <laughs> this at UKG and I absolutely adore yeah. it. I love the idea of going... You know, you, you hit your birthday and go, oh, oh, it's a terrible, terrible. Well, in this case, it looks like some sort of luxurious uh, <laughs> castle. So my my birthday's not too bad. Presumably, <laughs> the, presumably these do run top to bottom. You'd have, uh, yes, but yeah, so, yeah, you'd hit the point where you're just going, oh no, we're shipwrecked on Easter Island for my birthday. <laughs> Paddy's day on a beach, no alcohol in sight. Uh, oh. March is going to suck. Why uh, is but the yeah, I'm always going. But, but you know how you just, you get the little calendars, and when you're finished, you tear off the the week or the month, and then go mm-hmm. on to your next one. In this case, when you gently slice it out, yes, and then play your game on it. Yeah, laminate them. Yeah, laminate them. I think it's so cool. Yeah, you um, twelve little books. There's also the QR code link, links to sort of the PDF elements that you'll need to play the adventure, but you also get access to tabletop or well, virtual tabletop stuff as well. Mm. So you can use this on uh, programs like uh, Roll20 and all that kind of thing as well if you want to dive in and use these for games online rather than just having to meet in person, which I think is awesome. And just to prove that it still works as a calendar, there you go. <laughs> a pen. I, I keep looking at that and thinking it's a coffee ring. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody set their bloody yeah. chalice down on uh, the map. Don't attacked by the evil demon Kenko. Yes. So. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. In You're his castle of Ness Cafe. So, right. Stop it now. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, so, as well as the calendar of adventure for 2024, um, there's also two really fun collections uh, for people diving into doing role playing games with the RPG toolboxes. So, these. Do what it says on the tin as well, really. Uh, inside, you get maps, you get tokens, you get adventures, you get monsters, you get stat blocks, you get everything that you could want for playing out big adventures on the tabletop. There are two for you to choose from. Uh, there's the Veiled Dungeon and the Long Road. Each of them can be played as campaigns. Um, they've been designed for 5th edition D&D, but there's no reason why you couldn't take the maps and the tokens and the ideas from these and translate them into different games. So if you want to use them for Pathfinder or Dragon uh, Dragon Bane or anything like that, you can do, which is pretty cool. It's good um, but yeah, everything is in there and it's all been set up for you for to dive in and start playing your 5th edition games. Um, they've also said that you can just take adventures from these and slot them into your own campaigns. So say you're playing something where you just want a couple of fun adventures and you don't necessarily have time to plan anything yourself. Dapper over to these toolboxes. 
get everything from these and start playing some games using their adventures, their NPCs and, and their characters. Um, there's nice walkthroughs for how to set it up. As I say, it's all tied into 5th edition, so as long as you've got those core rules or you've downloaded the free basic rules for the game, uh, you'll be able to sort of use these and uh, and have some fun on the tabletop. But yeah, very cool little very to- nice. uh, toolboxes. Mm. I'm uh, hoping to take a look at these shortly. Ben? Yes? Is that castle of yours on the Costa Coast? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'll be taking my leave very soon. Yep. <laughs> just just bubble and hearth. Um, <laughs> I should, I should point out there's the, the, there was a really cool axolotl like sorcerer in that, and there's a bug yes. gentleman, it's and a, there's also a, a beer, a magical beer stein that serves you beer, which is a which is great. So yeah. best. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there also appears to be some sort of mega sloth here that's very angry. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah. A uh, whole host of good stuff there for those people who want to dive in and make their lives a little bit easier when it comes to role-playing games. And last but not least, uh, we have tri- Tricks and Traps, which is hundreds of perilous pieces. So this comes with tokens, everything that you can drop onto your gaming uh, mats, or you can use them online and stuff as well if you wanted to, I suppose. Uh, and you can tr- pop out all these tokens and use them to represent, as you might have guessed, traps in your game boards. Mm-hmm. What's quite nice about this is that there are so many of them. There's like over 100 in the set that you can, uh, and all of them have uh, what the trap is on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So once your group becomes familiar with, oh, I've seen that chest before, I know that's got a trap on the bottom of it, there'll, just, there'll be 99 other ones for you to choose from to drop into your games, and they'll never be truly sure whether or not that trap, uh, well, that chest is actually going to contain treasure or just deadly spikes and or a mimic. Uh, so yeah, really nice stuff there from Loke, which just kind of expands on what they've already got available for you to dive into uh i know a lot of people use their stuff for role-playing games which is their kind of prime focus i guess but there's also loads of people who use it for skirmish games as well mm. the the big battle mats and stuff they do are superb for putting together skirmish tables that are around kind of like two by two three by three you can even get bigger if you get with the larger maps as well uh, well, but they've been designed to, to of shadow deep get an awful yes. lot of play on them i know that lots of people playing yeah. games like that on there as well so definitely go and check out what uh what Loke have been up to if you are in any way diving into role-playing games maybe you've looked at some of the stuff that we looked at in the indie of the week uh these could be handy tools mm. for you to use to enhance your experiences so yeah and cool. there's 144 uh squares on those map tiles for the calendar which go. leaves i mean 45 untrapped squares for your players to get across very true yeah you know, <laughs> how i would do it uh, so just so so the long road is out in august the veiled dungeon is out in september the calendar adventures also lands in september and then box of tricks and traps is in october but you can pre-order all of these right now from the local web store if you go over and check it out very fancy nice. yeah. very fancy mm. okay uh moving away from the calendars of the future and taking a look at the historical Normandy of the past. Yeah. War Cradle have got a farm for us. They have, yeah. So um, War Cradle Scenics tend to do big terrain sets. Uh, they'll normally release a huge one and then you'll be able to buy all the individual components later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, their latest one for the month of August is the 28mm scaled uh, Normandy farm set. Um, so this has been designed for you to use it in basically any of your World War II games, really. Um, a big focus, I think, for this one will be games like Bolt Action and O two hundred hours. I think would be particularly mm-hmm. good on on this set. Uh, it, co- <laughs> it comes with uh, a cottage, 
uh, a barn that can be either designed as destroyed or intact. Uh, there's also a workshop as well, which is the thing you can see on the right of the image there as well. There's all the walls. They too can be designed as damaged or, or fine. There's also the checkpoint, the scatter train, and there's also the nice little windmill in there as well. Um, all of this stuff comes kind of pre-colored, pre-painted essentially. So once you got it all glued together with whatever medium you prefer uh it'll es essentially be good to go and uh can be would essentially fill a good four by four table essentially uh although of course you could take this stuff and sort of add it to a larger board and have lots of farmland outside of it as well so you can have tanks being battling out there while you've got infantry are fighting over the farm set itself um because it comes with the checkpoint that's where I'm kind of going in this kind of vibe of 0200 hours or 0200 hours because I think it would be amazing to have this as kind of like a German occupied farm that they've taken off some poor Frenchmen <laughs> uh, and they're using it maybe as their forward base as the invasion is pushing up from the coast or something and you've got to send in your commandos to try and sneak in there, take out the captain or something and open up this uh, roadway through into the nearby village or something which I think would be really cool um, and just because it has all these nice little uh, narrative elements to it i think it's just ripe for telling a story like that windmill definitely has to have a sniper in it of you know <laughs> that one you, yeah <laughs> Where, see whereas i automatically went and just thought windy miller <laughs> maybe windy miller with a sniper rifle <laughs> i always thought he would be the one to go to be fair yeah. <laughs> um but yeah all the interiors are um colored and um designed as well so you can fight around inside them which is great as you can see there in the the destroyed portion um so if you are going to be doing a little bit of sneaking around or and stuff like that you've got nice little options um for sort of telling little stories i love the idea of like balancing on the beams with your sas troops with their daggers out ready to drop on some germans or something like that i think that'd be really cool um you could even have lots of secrets put inside the building and then as you play through the game reveal something and have so like vehicles skiff. or stuff in there it'd be cool and all all I've got in my head is the episode of Aloha Lo where they're at the funeral. <laughs> and like the French resistance are hiding out in the barns and stuff in this. There's a yeah. there's a hearse rolling down the hill with a bomb in it. <laughs> Why not? That's Why gonna not be the next that? scenario to play. Definitely. I'm yeah. curious now as mm. to uh actually the first thing I'm curious about is I think whoever glued this together for War Cradle put this lean to set of roof tiles upside down. Looks that oh, way. Yeah, should they should all be slipping yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to end up with well. Thankfully, it's it's a lean to. It's you know it's not going to cause it's like damage a little bit of guttering in between there. So. But um, yeah, yeah, terrible. But I'm curious as to whether or not there's enough to make that intact and then have the second destroyed barn, or will it have to be an either or? Oh, I, I think you get the choice with that where, yeah. which one to build it. So you'd have to buy like so a you'll, you'll have to use the yeah. the side and the yeah the, the two of the intact sides along with the. Although if you're enterprising, maybe what, you could make it so those two bits popped off on those two walls or something. Yeah. If if you're having the destroyed walls and destroyed floor, you might be able to get away with not having mm. anything on this side, or there's bound to be little offcutty bits. Yeah, I'm sure you must be able to make it so you can. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's just me. I just like the idea of dropping something massive onto a barn in the middle of a when, game. when the mortars actually range in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they just do. Oh, I'll just. Go I'll get you on turn four. <laughs> and now I'm going to put the destroyed part on. Uh, yeah. Good luck hiding from me now. 
Very cool. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a really nice little narrative set that kind of um, will get I really people. Love the vehicles. Vehicles yeah, are really cute. It's just I'm awesome little scout terrain. Yeah. It, nice, n- just nice things to hide behind that kind of add life to the tabletop as well. And, you know, obviously the truck and the tractor are particularly mm. modern things, but crates and pallets and things could be used in anything, really. So you've got some other options there as well. Which I, don't could... think, I don't think pallets are that old. What? Huh? I don't... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say pallets weren't a thing until like the 70s. Wrong. Wrong. In that uh, case, then. Historically inaccuracy. Because forklifts didn't fine. exist. Well, that's it. It's, it's when did forklifts and pallet trucks and oh, things like yeah, that? Yeah. 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 That's but, true. Yeah. But that'd be handy for modern combat anyway. Sorry for that. nerding. <laughs> All of that's good for modern. Yes. It's very good. I mean, I've seen some tractors that make that look like mm-hmm. something exciting and new. There's, I mean, still tra- look, there's still tractors yeah. around my house that drive that look like that. So, <laughs> so, there is also good. obviously the added bonus that most of you know Europe hasn't changed since you know the mid to mid twentieth century anyway. So you could That's use a true. lot of that stuff to well, represent the, the, modern the, the parts that weren't flattened in the forties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no point in modernizing. Yeah, seeing the modern, it's not that great. <laughs> Stick with the old, right? Who's up next? Uh, so next up, um, I was talking about zero uh, two hundred hours there. Uh, a a YouTube channel that has kind of been focusing my attention on that game recently has been Seventh Son, uh, who has done some very good let's plays of that game. But um, they also absolutely love their Wars of the Roses, and they have uh, decided to create their own range of miniatures under the banner of Ragged Staff Minis, um, which is very sort of applicable to the. <laughs> the Wars of the Roses period. Um, so they've worked along alongside a favourite of Lloyd's, mm. Reconquered Design, yes, uh, who does amazing miniatures for medieval period and and lots of things beside that as well. Uh, and so they've designed their first four miniatures that immediately sold out on Etsy, but they should be coming back. So don't worry if you like the look of these, you better get your hands on them in the future. So I, I uh, seen the news story and went. Oh, and clicked on Etsy, and Etsy was blank. I was like, yes. oh. <laughs> I, I was very lucky. I clicked on Etsy, and they were all there. And it was like, I'm not doing War of the Roses. And then I closed it. <laughs> so if only Jerry had been John. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, nice so the day. four miniatures that you get your hands on are the Loyal Standard Bearer, which you can see there, uh, the Knight Baronet uh, with Hammer at the Ready, the Captain of Archers, my favorite of the miniatures, an old Grizzles veteran, uh, and also the melee or melee archer, I suppose, uh, that you can use in your armies. As I say, there's only four miniatures, so they're not going to, you know, be the basis of a new army. But they're a nice way for you to kind of supplement what you already have potentially from other creators, maybe from some stuff from Perry's, for example. Uh, and they've all been scaled to kind of match with 28 mil as well, so they should be a nice fit for what is already out there. Um, all of the miniatures come with various options for them as well so you don't necessarily have to have the loyal standard bearer there with the banner on his shoulder he could have that held out in front of him like he's been training his arms for months just to carry that banner we know there are plenty of politicians who've done lots of training to carry things recently mm-hmm. uh, and then she could have the uh, he could have <laughs> the hammer over his shoulder uh, as well uh, and the same goes for the other miniatures as well in the collection so the knight baronet the captain of archers and the melee archer can all be given various different weapons uh, depending on what you would like to arm them with which is quite nice so you've got uh, bill hooks swords falchions uh, bucklers and everything else in between mm-hmm. 
Um, I say they've all sold out, sold out on Etsy as of this moment, but they are going to be coming back due to popular demand. Uh, and hopefully this will be enough for um, Ragged Staff and Seventh Son to yeah. look at maybe commissioning a few more miniatures from Reconquer uh, to kind of add to the range and uh, take it in different directions. It'd be nice to see if they do some new sets that cover different historical periods, because obviously Seventh Son plays a loads of different periods yes. of warfare. Um, been doing Dark Ages and World War Two and Wild West gaming as well. So, uh, big fan of uh, Dead Man's Dead Hunt. Man's Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. The, so, uh, yeah, that was worth uh, having a look at. Yeah, some really nice, nice figures. That was a little size comparison with a Perry plastic, by the way, in the middle. Yes. So you can see yeah. that they scale quite well. But yeah, Martin have, has been um, putting putting money aside. I think it's if if you're unaware of Seventh Son YouTube channel, and you'd like majority historic although occasionally mm. non-historic things creep in there the, the crazy weird stuff um then you should definitely check out seventh son and then every monday he's part of the plastic crack podcast um with ken and dom and stay all also have most of them have their own youtube channels like bits on the table and stuff like that um where they just do like a, a two-hour paint chat and talk about bits and pieces um so yes, those two YouTube channels are absolutely corker. But essentially he was going, I get pittance from YouTube views. Uh, and rather than just, you know, piss my one pound away every three months or whatever <laughs> it was, he got, he squirreled it away in a separate place and then thought, oh, you know what, I'll do something proper with this. And so saved up all his pennies from the YouTubes uh, and then went, right, I've got enough to get some models sculpted. Yeah. So I'd love to see more from him. It may be a while before the YouTube coffers are filled again, um, <laughs> before we see anything exciting. In they are, they are misers, I will say. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, my my latest favorite one is YouTuber now reaching out to um, YouTube channels and go, do you want to pay us to promote your videos? <laughs> no. <laughs> you barely give me any money. Why would we give you $100 yeah. back? Please go away, Google. Uh, but look at that. Everybody loves a Sally Helm. Well, I say everybody. Yeah. I do. It's my favorite of all helmets. You can have, you can have the Knight Baronet with either his helmet off or on. Yeah. Um, but he's, he, a, a nice little detail with that one as well is that he's been sculpted so that he has like a, a slashed, um, uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called now. The tabard. <laughs> yeah, a slashed tabard. So uh, it looks like he's in the midst of combat, which is mm. quite nice. Uh, and there's been a lot of back and forth apparently between... Um, them and uh, reconquer designs to mm. uh, get those miniatures looking historically accurate, but also cool. Well, that was it. It was the, okay. it, it's it's very easy to come up with a cool pose, but a lot of what was happening with um, the the sculptor was he's going that looks cool, but that armor wouldn't allow human him to bodies bend don't like work that. Like that. <laughs> no. Yes, you can do this, but with that scalloped armor, he's not doing that. He's choked himself. You know, he'll have, he'll have <laughs> severed his carotid artery. Uh, so, you know, so like every the, good space, the, yeah. the, the idea was to get something that looked really, really nice, mm -hmm. but also uh, dynamic and feasible rather than just going, uh, I'm just going to put some more muscles on that Minotaur. Mm. Just say. Anyway, really? yes. Very um, cool stuff. Go looking forward to seeing more from Ragged in the future. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it won't be too long. No. If if all of you go and start watching his videos, that'll give him slightly more pennies from the That's YouTube's. true, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Maybe drop some maybe drop some comments in the videos and be like, hey, maybe cool if you built this. Mm. Sent from Ben and Jerry. 
and John and Shay. <laughs> we can all have our own ideas for what he should do next. <laughs> uh, don't care as long as they've got Sally Helms on. Um, right. <laughs> yes, chap. Anyway, Malifaux have got yes. some new releases coming for August. Which is, yeah, uh, so I, I know you're. Uh, yeah, I know you're diving into a little bit of Malifaux. Going to be playing some games, or or have played some games. I can't remember by now. I'm, is it... I'm playing playing this weekend. <gasps> yeah. So I've, I've got little creepy Malifaux things that. I'm yeah. On. If you want to learn about the painting and the things that Jerry's been doing, make sure to go and watch XLBS from last week, where he talks about his ideas. Yes. Very cool. And then uh, maybe again in three weeks' time when he gets to talk yeah. again. <laughs> when he gets to talk again, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, the month of August sees some new releases for the world of Malifaux uh, from the folks at Weird. And these ones go in a little bit of a different direction from what a lot of people are used to. Mm-hmm. I, I think the overriding view of Malifaux is that it's kind of like a lot of humans, very Wild West vibes, and then you have the Neverborn, who are mm-hmm. demons. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, cool, right, cool. So I know the two things, sort of like styles of character that we're going to get in this game. Well, this is a couple of new sets that are coming out that cover the Awa, who are a fey faction mm. uh, within the world of Malifaux. Um, they are from like the deepest, darkest past of the game uh, and the universe where they were kind of um, almost driven to extinction uh, by sort of strange, uh, terrible forces. Mm. And they kind of live out their lives in uh, the ruins of their once mighty civilization. Well, they're coming back with a new set of of, of box sets that kind of take their peoples in mm-hmm. two different directions, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Tiri core box, which is the one that you see there, uh, which features the character, as you can see, Tiri, yes. alongside Ket, Ouroboro, and the Awa Warriors, which I think are just amazing. If anybody's played the uh the kind of relaunch of God 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 of War, which is the the Viking one. The design of the elves in that video game, very similar to what we're seeing from the hour here, which I think is a really nice little sort of touch. Uh, but this set can be used as either the outcasts or the explorers, depending on which way you want to go with it. Mm. And it's one of the nice things about Malifaux as well is that you can sort of um, use different leaders in different factions, depending on the kind of flavor of um, game that you want to play, which I think is yeah. quite nice. Also, um, well, there's this. Yes, the keywords. Yeah. This is something yeah. I've learned recently that essentially your leader denotes kind of how you're going to build the gang mm. and then they will have a specific keyword that's tied to it so then yeah. if you want to go well what else do i buy to supplement this crew you just go and look at other boxes that have the bygone keyword and you're like and this will that, be a good match then, for this yeah yeah they, cool. they can be added in yeah. that way um uh, yes. yeah so this is the set of sort of fey creatures that have got this really nice alien style vibe to them you could almost see them as being like a a species from another planet or something but i really like like that's been sort of dragged into the kind of pulpy fantasy world of malifaux uh there's then two other sets uh one that's focused more on the explorer side of thing and then one for the outcasts mm-hmm. uh so you've got the tenacious tradition one which by the very nature They're of the right. uh <laughs> by the very nature of the uh the, the name of this box kind of gives you an idea of the, the way that these folks are going. They're obviously trying to preserve the past, maybe, of the hour in the world of Malifaux. And you get Parson there with his pretty awesome hammer. And it's a walking anvil. It's a walking because, anvil, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Because you definitely need to have that by your side when you're on the battlefield. I'll just straighten your sword for you, say, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have the very weird... Iron, Iron Matron, which Matron. is definitely yeah. a creature from Elden Ring. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Uh, looking There's a lot cool going indeed. on there. Yeah. Uh, again, with these kind of like weird alien fey vibes, which I think is really nice. And it kind of 
it 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 hits that uncanny note that you oh, tend yeah. to get with kind of classic mythology and the view, the view of the Fae, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, I also like the then, fact that she's got wind chimes, so you can hear her coming. She can't sneak yeah. up on you with her massive tuning fork sword. <laughs> when she, whenever she hits someone in armor, it gives, gives this. I imagine she rings wind. like a bell as she walks around there because yeah, like, it's like a double layer thing. Yeah, I quite like that idea now. Sort of scuttling towards you. Uh, and then like the second Balkan dancers. Yeah, the, the ladies with the dresses who oh, yeah, looks yeah. like they just uh, float because yeah. their feet just go. Mm. That's what she does. Yes, it floats towards you, <laughs> rattling like a bell. I want that to now be eroded onto the cards so yep. that there's now rules specifically for that. Yep, um, might be might be the case. Uh, you also have the set for the forge and new path. So all of these, as you can see, all tie into the bygone oh, keyword, which word. is great. But they kind of take things in a different direction. So this has got the first light, which is that awesome sort of character that kind of hits that sci-fi vibe, which yep. is neat. Uh, and then you have the ancient constructs, which I think are so cool. And it's very in keeping with the idea of like a fey elf-like race having access to sort of automata that they have created in order mm. to keep them alive and stuff. Floyd was and they're still going with this idea of like keys and locks and, and that kind of stuff and, and instruments. And They've stuff been off well. of, oh, shiny. Yes. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, whatever they have locked away, they keep locked away. Yes, definitely. That um, is just so yeah, another amazing set there that I think people will be very much in love with. It's one of those things. One of the nice things about um, Weird and what they've done with Manifold mm. over the last couple of years is that they've really they've they've honed in on the personality and the style of a particular of particular factions that are like key to everybody. But then they've gone off and done some really nice things with the with the introduction of people like the Explorers and sort of taking them in a different direction and giving us fun and interesting ideas to play with. And then going like deep into the past and being like, let's do something totally off the wall that might be that thing that draws a new player in to play the game. Uh, because if you've looked at Malifone, you've like, oh, well, I kind of like things like elves and stuff like that from fantasy. Well, now you have a faction that might sort of ring your bell, as it were. So, <laughs> cool. Like an Iron Matron. <laughs> like an Iron Matron. Ding yeah. dong, ding dong. <laughs> yeah, they do look absolutely fantastic. I'm really looking yeah. forward to playing it this weekend as well. <laughs> let's hope it doesn't suck. It's a great game. I think you'll enjoy it. I, I, so, I imagine yeah. I will. Yeah. I, I enjoy most things, except the stuff I don't, which case you'll hear about it at length, <laughs> whether you want to or not. Yeah. Right. Uh, after the Malifaux, mm. uh, we're going to be taking a look at a legacy version of A Ticket to Ride. Yeah. So uh, taking things in a different direction with a beloved classic. Uh, a lot of people will know Ticket to Ride, which is a excellent sort of gateway board game for people to dive into and have fun with. It's been around for a very long time, uh, designed by Alan R. Moore, uh, Moon. It's not Moore. <laughs> uh, but Alan I would love R. to see Moon. the Alan Moore version. That would be amazing, yes. Ticket to Ride. <laughs> would be right. A lot of magic. <laughs> Um, but uh, he has joined forces with Rob Davio and Matt Leacock who a lot of people will know for designing legacy versions of games like Pandemic and uh, and Risk in the past as well and this new game takes all of the core mechanics of what people like to Ticket to Ride but then adds the legacy game on top of it so Similar to what you've played in Ticket to Ride before, you'll be collecting cards from a deck, you'll be trying to attempt journeys, and you'll be filling in those spaces on the map with your trains in order to complete tickets, and that gives you points. But the fun thing with this one, and you note this via the kind of puzzle nature of the board, mm. is that you will play 12 games of this, and over that campaign, as it were, you will unlock uh, different boxes 
which is a lovely thing in legacy games. And each of these boxes will come with new mechanics, new ideas, new locations for you to explore, new objectives for you to accomplish, and all sorts of different things like that. And this means that over the course of your 12-game campaign of Ticket to Ride, you'll create your own unique version of the game for you to then play in the future. A little bit like what they did with Pandemic and, and Risk in that in that format, where you created your own worlds that you've sort of told the story of over the course of your, your game, which I think is quite nice. Um, uh, this means that you'll have... You, really fun things going on with all the different sort of corporations that are trying to build their locomotive empires across mm -hmm. the tabletop um I, I of all the games that i was thinking of that would get a legacy version of it i wasn't sure it was going to be ticket to ride but oh. now i think about it it really makes sense because it's that kind of heading out west traveling across the frontier building train lines and that kind of thing so um as someone who quite likes ticket to ride it's a it's a nice little fun game Maybe this one will be on my radar uh, as uh, I think it could be quite fun to see what they do with the legacy mechanics of this one. And maybe if you've played Ticket to Ride in the past and you were thinking about coming back to it potentially, this might be a good way for you to do so. So, yeah. Very nice. It's, it's an interesting. I haven't played much Ticket to Ride, mm. but if a new board section gets added, mm -hmm. And you, your corporation was cut off from the roots that are going into it. How much will that impact you? Well, the, the the game will essentially. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it because I would assume that you'll there'll be some benefit for you being the people that forge these new these new paths. Yes, but what's quite nice about the game is that even though there are coloured routes on there, that just denotes the kind of the colour of cards you need in order to complete those routes. Uh, okay. So even though there's like, say, a lot of yellow routes there, that's not necessarily just for the yellow player kind of thing. So yeah. it, it'll be very interesting to see what they do when it comes to what you get for yeah, being the people I, I, that expand in those directions. But essentially the game will still play the same okay, way. Yeah. So yeah. That's interesting. But there's yeah. even like a little locomotive card holder thing at the back i have noticed really that yes <laughs> this may be your way to draw lloyd into it might games. be it might be game of trains i mean yeah. i think you just right off the bat we just use that massive cover image of the ticket ride thing uh, and just throw it in there and see how long it takes lloyd to bite as yes. to ask what That's is going on why, why yeah. is why is this happening <laughs> where's the world come from uh, but yeah, I, I would assume we're going to be because Gen Con is next weekend. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot more stuff coming out at Gen Con about this. So maybe we'll see some more previews of the game and see what people think of it. But uh, keep an eye out for that one if you're a, a fan of Ticket to Ride and legacy games in general. So, okay, okay. okay. Um, we have a little bit of Whamster news. We do. We run yes. off into the night. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, well, in the wake. Of all of the 40k news, there is also the Mortal Realms that exists. <laughs> so they say. Uh, and so we've got a couple of new previews and sort of looks ahead for what's coming out for Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and in particular Warcry um, over this weekend and in the in the near future. So uh, this weekend, pre-orders go live for the new starter set for uh, Warcry, uh, which is comes with two cut-down warbands that represent the Crimson Court, who are your vampires, and Zandia's Truth Seekers, who are your Stormcast Eternals. These were previously um, Warhammer Underworld's warbands mm -hmm. uh, that got added as what are called Bladeborn in Warcry, which means that they are named characters that don't sort of level up in the same way as other characters do in the game, uh, but they're kind of like powerful and allows yeah, you to you use... You bring somebody a bit punchy. 
yeah, bring allowed you to be someone a bit more punchy into the game. Uh, so this kind of is a nice sort of introduction level style um, affair for Warcry without having to have too much extra stuff on top of it. Um, you get the two warbands, as you can see there. You also get the new terrain, which is that this kind of vampire crypt uh, where some sort of magical secret has been he- kept. And of course, that's why the true seekers are there to try and claim it and stop the Crimson Court. It's blood. It, it's, it's always blood. blood. It's always blood. Because there does seem to be a huge bucket of blood attached to this crypt right up here. Why does Sigma want a bucket of blood? Don't ask questions. That's mm, yeah. not. <laughs> uh, you also get all the tokens, the dice, the cards, and there's the the playing mat that you get there in there as well. Um, so you've got lots of different options for diving in. Hopefully it'll come in at a relatively reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got two repackaged warbands in there, uh, both of which I own. <laughs> annoyingly but there we mm. go uh, I, I might just buy this for the terrain and stuff though even if it's actually as long as it's re- uh, relatively well priced I might pick this up anyway but um, if it's a nice little entry point thing for Warcry I think it'd be yeah. worth having a look Through at the Warbands on Fleabay somebody will buy them yeah probably make your money back yeah definitely um, so yeah watch out for that um, in addition to that the two Warbands from the last set that came out the one that I bought and still haven't assembled uh, pile of potential uh, you can get your hands on the Quest or Soul Swarm and the Royal Beast Flayers. So if you want your um, Knights Errant from the Stormcast Eternals, you've got those to choose from. And also the folks that believe that they are royalty, but in fact are slavering beasts. Uh, you've got those options there as well. Um, so they're now available separately. Well, are going to be available separately from their their main box sets. So if you want to pick those up as Warbands, you'll be able to do that. It'll come with all the cards in there for playing with them in your games. Um, they are. I'll never get past the baboon faces on yes. those weird feral vampires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they I are, imagine they've got big red horses as well. We just can't probably, see. Probably, yeah. No they are. They are uh, individual ghouls who have been thrown into a pit because they've done something horrible, and they have decided that in their minds they are hunting hounds now, uh, and so that's why they've twisted and warped the way that they have. Sure, because um, of not? course these are the Bretonians, but not really Bretonians. There we go. So yeah, <laughs> uh, some nice stuff there for Warcry if you want to get stuck in uh, and uh, also pick up some new warbands I think that uh, start set should be should be good as I say as long as the price is alright as Brucey would say uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, as well as that we also have a preview of a new warband uh, so this is one that's coming out <clears throat> alongside the release of the new Cities of Sigmar range for Warhammer Age of Sigmar so these are the Wilder Corpse Hunters um, they are essentially the veterans, the hunters, the scouts that go ahead of the crusades that are heading out from the mighty cities of Sigmar to forge new um, locations in the mortal realms. There are almost as many dogs in the set as there are humans, mm. <laughs> which I think is quite nice. So if you if you like good boys, then uh, you definitely want to pick up this set. There's something inherently kind of Cities of Sigmar-y Mortal Realms about it, but more than that, there is definitely something distinctly Mordheim about this, which I think is what a lot of people are going to be using these for. They're going to be taking them, they're going to be swapping some helmets around, and they're going to be using these to represent their warbands in uh, games of Mordheim. <laughs> I mean, that guy has a head in, a, in his sock, so, you know. So why, he does. Why you? <laughs> that's, that's not right. I know yeah. right, and that, not yeah. right. You just, just need some fish, and it's Mordheim. Well, there's a fish there, there, isn't it? So, yeah. What oh, is yeah. that? Yeah. It, oh, my God. It's a mutant fish. Oh, my I God. I don't know what that is. <laughs> In which case, it <laughs> definitely is yeah. Mordheim. 
Um, he's up there. Yeah, it looks like an anglerfish yeah. walking along beside him. Yeah, it's not something right. weird has happened to him in the in the swamps of Gur. Um, but yeah, a uh, really fun little set that will be a nice addition to somebody's Cities of Sigma Warbat uh, army. I would assume as well because they'll all, they often come with the rules for you to use them in the large battle game as well. But if you're looking for a new uh, Warcry Warband and you want to have something that fits the theme of Cities of Sigma, I definitely keep your eye out for this one. Um, it should be coming down the li- uh, line, not in the not too distant future. So watch out for that. You have Charles Dance with and crossbows. Pretty, yeah, you can. Charles Dance is getting everywhere. He's yeah. a Primarch. He's a crossbow wielding hunter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> He's probably looking for his dwarf son. Probably. Give him payback. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, two quarrels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, a couple of fun little things there for Warcry. Make sure to go and check those out. Watch out for the World Corp Hunters, and of course, the starter set is available over on Stored on Tabletop this weekend. <laughs> So go and pre-order. It's a great game, by the way. Warcry, really fun skirmish game. Go and check it out. Yeah, you only need to buy like a dozen models. You don't need to buy a whole army to enjoy Warhammer Age Sigma. There we go. That's my sell. That's that's my sales pitch. (laughs) You do you, son. I'm sticking with Malifu. Right, (laughs) we're going to take a quick swish, and when we come back, we'll be looking at some 3D printing and some Kickstarters to wrap Mm -hmm. up the show. Also, if you could spot the two red dwarf mentions. In those news stories, pop it below. See you soon. Okay, we are back and ready to take a look at some 3D printing. Ooh. And you found an unusual one via the I medium have. of randomness. Did you roll some bones? I, I did. Have. I rolled some knuckle bones. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, this is a curious one for this, very, very oh, many reasons. God, yes. Um, so as many people will know, over the last little while, we've been looking at things like the Doomed from uh, Osprey. But in the past, we've talked about lots of great games out there. Um, you know, Mordheim is still alive and well. There's the 28 scene, which is all about kit bashing and conversions and diving into really weird indie games. There's Forbidden Psalms, which we looked at earlier, which is a mm-hmm. really fun little um, war game to dive into where you've got sort of twisted, grim, dark oh. characters. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's games like um, like Turnip 28 mm-hmm. and Sludge, Sludge yeah. which are all about weird, twisted, grim, dark miniatures. Uh, and one company that does those in spades and has kind of nailed that sort of old hammer feel and aesthetic uh, is Knucklebones Miniatures, who I, to my shame, only found out uh, found out about this week because I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw uh, Tumas Pirinen is sort of hanging around talking about his new game that he's been diving into and he's been chatting with some people up in Nottingham and things. And this... Uh, company popped up and immediately when I saw it I was like well I know where I'm going this week for 3D printing <laughs> you should have I mean if only we'd known we would have said because there was that time Justin and myself modelled for them we call this diorama Justin where's that edit is it done yet <laughs> <laughs> well that's the cover there we go <laughs> um, so yeah uh, Knucklebones create miniatures that um, wouldn't look out of place in all of those games that we've mm. just mentioned there. Um, there are twisted warbands that have been drawn from the imagination of Mordheim. There are collections that would fit 
for kind of uncanny, weird Napoleonic adventures where you're covered in mud and blood and roots. There are strange ponies laden down with uh, equipment that your adventurers have been using as He's they head out. All the stuff, great yeah. for a silver bayonet as well. Yeah, great for silver bayonet. Solid stuff if you're exploring the wilderness in Frostgrave as well. You can mm. drop that into there. It would be quite a nice little one. And do um, anything on a pony if all things go horribly wrong for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh no, the pony fell on the cliff. Dinner time. So. <laughs> yeah, garlic. <laughs> yeah, it comes with garlic. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is this that I think that's a fairly accurate representation of the kind of stuff you mm. will find as part of the knuckle bones range. <laughs> we and often, one of the thing. Sorry, sorry I was on. just going to say we we often talk about old school style sculpting, mm. and generally when we do so. It's an indie, and they're using green stuff and the like. This is probably one of the first times I've seen something that I would go, it's old hammers, old style yes. aesthetic, but it's being applied to a 3D sculpture. Yes. I'm sure there are others out there. And people Weirdly, that was typing. exactly what I was going to say. You took the words uh, right out of my mouth. Yes. That it, it's like it we is, share a brain. <laughs> it is digital sculpting that is so inherently kind of fingerprints and pushed putty and mm. green stuff and everything like that, which I think is an incredible skill to have been able to do with this. Um, and there's just so many like treasures in here that you could use for so many different games. He has um, the look of somebody who's just unloaded both of his hand cannons into the monster and it's not even slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the hands at the side and the... Oh, no. Or... He's loaded them, and he's accidentally shot his toes off. <laughs> Figaro! Oh, dear. Ah, uh, yeah. that's going to be one of those. I like the fact they do this, um, what do they call it when they ink a thing? There's a, a stupid name board game people came up with. I'm just gonna sundrop? Say oh, Sundrop, yes. Sundrop, so Sunburst, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But I like the fact they've done it because... Um, hmm. It gives you a, an accurate representation of the print. Yeah. Um, because yep. as a, an old teacher of mine used to say, you can hide a multitude of sins with paint sometimes. Mm. So you can you can paint additional things on or paint. Uh, maybe a strap hasn't really printed particularly well, and, and that can be masked by a nice paint job. But seeing it just as the actual physical print mm. washed uh, gives you a really nice idea of how they As I out. say, mold lines are only a thing. If you don't put enough paint on. <laughs> there are some absolute classics in here that I will have to open up. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah. For people of a certain age who know that there are five chaos gods, not four, but GW only are allowed to publish four. Unlucky GW. Uh, there is his champion. Uh, I have the original lead one from GW, but for people who aren't my did, age... Did it begin with an M? Was it Mala? Malal. Malal. Malal was the god. Yeah. The idea was he was going to be like a, a lawful chaos god. So you do evil, uh, uh, chaotic, and lawful. Mm. And uh, yeah, because the, there's nothing worse in the world than a lawful paladin who starts, you know, going straight down the letter of the law at which point a lot of villages get burnt a lot of people get staked just saying um but yeah i see shay i in this one it's a really nice really nice figure yeah i wanted to do a moral army a while ago still do really yeah yeah 
How did you find out about it? Did I talk about it on stage? No, I I found out about uh, I was watching a YouTuber. And he ah, talked about it, and I was oh, like, "That cool. sounds cool." I don't really like the yeah. Chaos Gods, but he sounds kind of cool. So mm -hmm. I did a bit of research on him, and was like, "Yeah, I want to do him." So I was going to do him. It's There's much better than doing undivided. Yeah. yeah, get Caleb. Yeah. Get Caleb in there with. I might. I might four dollars. I've got a printer. That is true. Yeah, you do have have Let's printer see. will do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's another one further down that I need to look at before we just start skipping randomly through them because I believe they have the wizard with the machine gun the classic which one which is a classic there he is uh, and I'll just go up up we can look around seen, to our I love content. the blockhead the blockhead is just, um, it's just so much fun Again, yes, that is one. like a classic sculpt reimagine <laughs> Any, anybody who doesn't want to spend in excess of 100, 150 pounds on Fleabay for a lead one, mm. if you can find one, uh, you know, then you too can have a wizard with a machine gun. I, I cast a burst fire. <laughs> <laughs> Full auto. <laughs> My components are bullets. <laughs> uh, right where do we want to have a look at because otherwise I will just click random things uh, there, there was imperial troopers go for it uh, were they ups or downs they were uh, I think they were down I can't remember uh, let me just go back up and then it, we can, it was, we it, was it, a, it was a squad shot there they are the, the lighter colored uh, image those ones mm -hmm. open yeah. the ether wardens because they seem similar but different so these are very Turn up twenty eighty. Yes. Oh, that is yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's what happens when the war on Oz has gone too far, and now it's time to deal with them. The you wizards, look behind the curtain. Now you must die. Yep. The wizard <laughs> just sends out his minions. Mm -hmm. I cool. Would also be pretty good for. His... Oh God, yeah. Because mm. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Toying with that. Ooh, they'd that. be good for uh, what's the the kind of archaeotech style one? Um, and it'll have all the like robotics and stuff. You can see them. The like, martyrs. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. These are just I love those. Well. That is such a smash of styles, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the clown who cried. I love his like big... a, a Harlequin troop gone, and, and his massive amphora yeah. from Greece slash Rome on his back. <laughs> sure, why not? I, 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 that has to be filled with like uh, Greek fire or something. Oh yeah, I, like throw. Yeah, or if <laughs> you want to be weird, a genie. A genie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got too wrong. Oh, why the long face? <laughs> That's not right. There used to be a warband for uh, more time. Called mm. the Carnival of Chaos, which yes, was Nurgle that. as a carnival that would come to town and spread pestilence. That is like the Necromunda equivalent of that. I, I could see that in like a kind of like a, a weird, twisted Cordor take on uh, on them yep. down in the depths of uh, the Underhive. I mean, Hermit crab in a barrel. Crab in a barrel. Yeah. We got any that you wanted to look at, Shay, as well from the, the list? Mm, I haven't, haven't seen any so far. I mean, the Witch Hunters are quite cool. Yeah, the Witch, Witch Hunters Warband looks kind of yeah. cool. Fear not. I am ahead of thee. The mm. the chap with the sword painted, pointed down is a take on the classic, one of the classic mm. Metal Witch Hunters. And then you've got these that represent yeah. that guy. I remember him. I think I have him now. Thanks to some. He's missing. Yeah. I think there was a 
twin tail comet of Sigma or something on yes. the sword blade. Yeah. And apart from that, I think he's got everything else down to the yeah. blade and the key. Yeah. That's not right. There's That's tiny little weird. glasses. Mm. Tiny little glasses. Pax Pabiscum. I bless you before I kill you. Yeah. The witch hunters so cool. Mm. Notice how most of them have got their necks protected. Can't understand yeah. why. <laughs> Off you go. Look at that dog in Slovenia. the middle with a little moustache. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. He's the he's the elder. Yes. <laughs> My friend Springer Spaniel came in one night when we were playing Flames of War and it had a moustache, like a long Fu Manchu moustache. Oh. And we were sitting watching it for a while, trying to work out what was happening. Uh, and then eventually Dougie got up and took hold of it and it was the two legs of a hair it caught and its mouth it was around its bum so just the two legs were hanging out but for a good 15-20 minutes we were going okay why does your dog have a mustache he's like <laughs> going wow but it, what is yeah. going on it was very peculiar anyway maybe he's just got a rabbit's bum in his mouth he might have a rabbit's bum in his mouth you yeah. don't know cosmozomboids they're great I think these would be an excellent addition Lunar. to what we saw. Well, yeah, but also to what we saw from Satyr Art Studios because ah. these have got that similar vibe. Yes. And because they've been crafted in a way where it mirrors that kind of hand sculpted feel, mm. they would work really, really nicely, I think, with those old miniatures. Uh, or new miniatures part, made old, I suppose. You can't even hear them say brains as they come towards you. No. Not on the moon. <laughs> the perfect stealth assassins. Yeah. Cosmonaut zombies. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I like to think that uh, Laika got infected by some space virus and mm. they went up to go and try and save the space dog and it just bit everybody thing style and turned everyone into uh, twisted zombies. On the moon! On the moon. <laughs> They like, this is, like, perfect doomed uh, style stuff. Scroll-carrying mm. goblin something. I don't know. It's got a funnel on its head as a helmet. Mm. Good team. <laughs> Pim pimply bottoms are also a win. <laughs> Look at that. There's a gas mask-wearing thing, or maybe yeah. that's its face. Who could say? I mean, those are a gas much mask-wearing horror chocobo. Mm-hmm. Mm. You just hear like a twisted, discordant version of the Final Fantasy music when you <laughs> when you put it on the table. It's, it's all in like a minor key or something. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, good. I mean, these are yeah. ideal for the likes of Sludge and Turn of Twenty Years, mm -hmm. and the I mean, very much the Doomed as well. Yeah, um, where it's just got that peculiar blend of sci-fi, industrial, and mm. fantasy. Yeah. What's that? Good dose of entropy. Mm. Look at him so, go. Um, so what's quite nice about the range uh, is that they have the My Mini Factory shop, as you can see here, which has all the different options that you can pick up. Uh, but as well as that, they've got their tribes, obviously, through My Mini Factory, so you can get your hands on miniatures every month. So if you like to look at these and you want to get yourselves a whole bunch of files for a cut-down price, you can do that, which is quite nice. Leshen? It very much Leshen. like a lesson, yeah. <laughs> Good old weird uh, lord Snowfag. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also a Patreon page, so if you don't want to go through my manufacturer, you can also go with the Patreon, which is quite cool. 
Uh, it's, not, it's not too bad. It's no. Four Zs in it. That's a Pratchett reference right there. <laughs> when, they finally, when they finally get Rincewind back, uh, after that time he'd been magicked away to send him off to... It's for interesting times. The getting Empire want the Grand Wizard three with multiple Zs. And, and they go, can you have a hat? Oh, you can spell mm -hmm. wizard as many ways as you want. You can put four Zs in it if you want. So mm -hmm. that, I appreciate that in and of itself. I should join this. I don't have a 3D printer, no care. Mm -hmm. But just the Pratchettism just amuses me. Anyway, we're saying, look things. Beat the yeah. ash with no matter. Uh, yeah, so you'll be able to get your hands on, I mean, like a, a regular model is what, like three, four dollars or something mm -hmm. like that. So if you want to put in like $5 a month, a little bit more than that, eight, then you get your hands on a whole host of uh, prints that you can uh, get to the tabletop, which is quite cool. Sweet. Um, there's also a nice option for those people who don't have the ability to 3D print for whatever reason. Uh, and you can actually go over onto Only Games. <laughs> and you can literally just buy the miniatures. So you get them 3D printed through Only Games and uh, you don't have to worry about a 3D printer at all then. So, mm. But it's not Wombles, it's Wombwells. There's a Rasmus the Wizard. Clearing up Wimbledon Common with firepower. <laughs> so you won't drop litter if they're going to shoot you. <laughs> so. Wow, that's a hell of a hat. Yes. That's, that's almost Tim the Enchanter. Yes. It's a, I think it's a touch of the Time Bandits as well. Behind Those are one. the faces of all the people that have answered his questions wrong. Mm. So, yeah. That is stopping. Uh, but yeah. Uh, in addition to uh, looking at Knucklebones, which you definitely go and check out, uh, there was also a nice little uh, announcement from the folks at Wargames Atlantic. So Atlantic Digital has now celebrated releasing 100 different uh, digital kits over on my mini factory. And so because of that, they have announced a new painting contest. So uh, with this painting contest, they're asking you to take one of those 100 sets and uh, be it uh, fantasy, historical, or sci-fi, whichever one you want to go for, or all three. Uh, you can put an entry in for each of those if you'd like. Um, they want you to paint up one of the miniatures, and uh, then you can add it to their sort of gallery that they've got on My Mini Factory, as well as filling in the forms that you'll see there as well. Uh, all the details are in the post, so you want to go and check those out. Uh, and if you do get picked by the Atlantic Digital staff, then you could win a very special prize. You could get your likeness sculpted as a head and then put onto the body of one of the miniatures of your choice, which I think is very, very cool. Um, so there's three different genres for you to dive into and play around with. Uh, but then from there, they're going to pick a couple of winners I think, from each and uh, they'll get picked. It's going to run throughout all of August from now, essentially. Mm -hmm. So if you want to dive in and get involved with that, make sure to go and check out the rest of the digital collection from Wargames Atlantic and Atlantic Digital. If you don't have access to a 3D printer, much like with Knuckles, Knucklebones miniatures, you can uh, get the get some of their miniatures anyway through Only Games. So if you want to go over and check those out, you can do, and that still counts for accessing the competition. So there we go. Very fancy. I like the little uh, digital contest from Wargames Atlantic. Uh, yes. I don't need my head sculpted. It's already in the Dark Age sprue, but, you know, for other lesser people. Yep. You do. <laughs> you do, you people. Uh, but, yeah, that knucklebone set, absolutely sensational. There's some yeah, really just, bizarre things in there. Yeah. And I appreciate the truly bizarre. Because, mm. you know, me, what can I say? Nothing. Shall we move on? Have a look at yeah. some Kickstarters. Let you yes, go. We shall. 
so we're sticking with the theme of 3D printing for both these Kickstarters uh, mm-hmm. as well. And we start off with the folks from Dakadaka.store who are working on bringing their Silver Moon Daughters to life. Um, so uh, if you are interested in trying out their stuff, there is a free model which you can get access to through their Kickstarter page. So you can go and get your hands on this, but that gives you a good idea of what kind of characters they're going to be creating for you to use on the tabletop. These are 32 millimeter scale, uh, so your classic heroic scale for sci-fi combat on the tabletop, be it in a grim dark universe or somewhere else. Uh, and they are very inherently sci-fantasy, as I like to call it. Hmm. Uh, they are well-armed and well-armored warrior women that would be pretty good proxies for use in games like Warhammer 40,000 or One Page Rules, where you could just use whatever you like. And everything else in between, to be honest. You could even do a little bit of conversion work and literally just turn them all into fantasy characters if you really wanted to. Just paint their weapons differently and avoid using the guns. Um, so, <laughs> or, or do use the guns. Who cares? Use them for the doomed. Um <laughs> So the core pledge that they're working on as part of this uh, gets you access to sort of kind of the the basis of your army. So you get the Nova Star Squad, which allows you to sort of arm up your kind of range units for the game. But then you also get a HQ unit in there as well. Um, they've done a lot of kind of work in the background to try and make these feel as unique as you can do while also having them be proxies, which I think is quite cool. So there's, I really like the kind of moon vibe they've gone with for the set, which sort of, I think takes them in a different direction and kind of really knocks on that kind of fantasy vibe, but I think it's quite nice. Um, and there's loads of different modular options for you to choose from within the set. You can arm your different um, uh, Silver Moon Daughters with a variety of ranged weapons, uh, or you can actually get them printed essentially as full models if you want to as well. So if you don't care about um, you know having to assemble everything, you can just go down the route of getting your hands on... Uh, um, sort of pre-assembled versions of the files within the the set, which I think is quite nice. Um, in addition to what was part of that initial core range, mm-hmm. they've also unlocked a whole host of additional stuff as well. Um, so they've got loads of new characters, like the Order Keepers, the Moon Blades, the Star Scroll Keepers, the Lunar Angels, the Silver Guard, which are very nice. Uh, there's an APC in the set as well. Uh, there's the Moon's Chosen, which is the, like a great, awesome kind of silver moon avatar that you can use in your games the daughters of mercy exosuit wearing uh silver moon daughters for you to use in your games uh the bone break machine which is as you might imagine useful for breaking bones Good. and plenty of things in, uh, in, in sort of in tandem with that they've also like created kind of sisters in the past so you can use them as part of the the collection and sort of build on that if you want to which i think is quite nice and as you can see Loads of things have been locked as part of the campaign uh, that will sort of allow you to enhance your force, which is quite nice. So yeah, very, nice. very, very sort of night elves versus sisters of battle, really. Yes, yes, I think that's a good yes. way. defenders of Teldrassil in sci-fi. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that plus with the way they have the helmets swept up mm. has a touch of the uh, Minas Tirith. The, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah them as well the wings for the helms yeah because when i looked at them i I wasn't entirely certain that they weren't elves to begin with Mm. um it's such an elvish aesthetic yeah the 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 whole moon thing and everything that's the moon's chosen traditionally elf yeah and then the exosuits there which you could just use for anything 
essentially. Ah, exosuits, exosuits that don't look like baby carriers. That's fantastic. <laughs> Come, live in my so, yeah. so It's someone that knows what they're doing in the design thing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, the bone brake machine, on the other hand, does have somebody strapped to the front. I see. Your I mean, house. that's unless unless that is just ablative armor mid shield. <laughs> that that's nothing to do with the actual technology that's controlling it it's all very low somewhere in the legs like the ankles or something is how it's maintained and your this sin is, just is there my armor just, just there mm. to distract you yeah just keep shooting her in the head it won't stop me <laughs> uh so yeah loads more to unlock as with this one as it goes through um i should also point out that this is the subject of our prize for this week mm. so if you are a backer of the silver moon daughters kickstarter then if you enter into the comment uh, into the comments down below, you can just say just you have to be a backer of the campaign in order to win. So maybe put something like "I'm a backer of the Silver Moon Kickstarter" or something like that. It would be a cool way to do it. Uh, you'll get a refund of your standard pledge. Uh, you'll get everything that would be contained within that. So you'll get the Nova Star Squad, the High Moon, and all unlocked stretch goals. That's that's all the unlocks that you would normally get. You will essentially be refunded the cost of your pledge, which is mm. nothing, which is very little anyway, really, which is quite mm. nice. Uh, but then that'll exclude add-ons. So uh, if you buy some of the add-on stuff, you'll start to pay for that, but you'll get access to everything else essentially for free, which I think is really cool. Um, so yeah, all you got to do is comment down below and be a backer of the Kickstarter, and uh, you could walk away with your pledge paid for essentially mm. and you could start building all sorts of awesome characters on the, the tabletop to use in your games so the yeah. big one is you're guaranteed all the unlocks mm. even if they don't reach them yes yeah. so mm -hmm. if you are the type of person cool. who wants to get their hands on a load of sci-fi paladin mm. elven ladies slash mm. not elven ladies depending <laughs> you have to sweep the hair aside to find out yeah, uh, and to do that, you get within stabby range. So exactly. So no one um, will ever know. And yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's that's the, the interesting bit yeah. for me. That's really nice. They just mm. see all the sci-fi nonsense. Just dump that. Just go for fantasy. Look, look they've got the halberds already. Swords of I'd boards, love to please. see this as like a, like a Basilean style force in Games mm. of War. That's my thinking. Yeah, just uh, just rock them in there in places of the uh, sisterhood. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Interesting yeah. stuff. There is uh, only 10 days left on it. 10 days left on the campaign from when you're seeing it, yeah. But and as you can see, they fit really well nicely funded. with what already exists out there, which is good. So, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I see what they've done there. They've used plastic mm. bits with their 3D bits. Mm -hmm. That shows how that works. Mm. That's very clever. So it's all in scale and it's all perfectly good for uh, if you're kind of mirroring these to the grimdark future, which is cool. So, yeah. Creepy. Right, we have one more Kickstarter. We do, yeah. Oh, so we're going from plundering uh, high fantasy back to World War Two, almost where oh, we started. Oh no! Show. <laughs> <laughs> so this was one that uh, popped up in my inbox, and I thought, oh, man, I got to show this one off. Uh, so this is Operation Plunder from RKX Miniatures. Um, they were looking to do some more twenty-eight mil stuff. Um, and they were thinking about doing things like the British again. Um, but then they decided, you know what, wouldn't it be cool to tell a little bit of a different story? And so they went with the Canadians, so the Commonwealth forces that were fighting in World War II. Uh, and so this matches up to the Canadian army as it would have been in 1945 during 
and people can correct me if I'm wrong, Montgomery's Rhine crossing. There we go. <laughs> According to what they were saying. Um, so you get access to a whole host of new Canadian troops. They have said in most places, in most cases, you could probably play them as British anyway, because the kit didn't necessarily change. Yeah, um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but you can get your hands on a whole host of different miniatures, uh, including a platoon HQ, which you can see here is part of the core files, that 10 man rifle squad. You got your Piat team, two inch mortar as well. Uh, and then there's the, and I think this is great, you get the LVT4, which comes with the crew and the operators as well, which is quite nice. Oh. Um, and all of them in loads of unique poses. So, you know, absolutely perfect for making fun little skirmish sets or dioramas nice if you wanted to. Biting his nails. Um, we also <laughs> talked about... Uh, <laughs> We also talked earlier a little bit about Zero Two Hundred Hours, which is mm -hmm. obviously a really nice little kind of skirmish game where you use commandos. You can actually get commandos, the Canadian commandos, to use in your games, which I think is really cool to play around with. Uh, so, well, Commonwealth commandos anyway. Um, and they go alongside things like artillery crews. So they've got big guns for taking out tanks. They've got larger mortar crews, machine guns. They've got a sniper team as well, which I think is really cool. Um, These are so, social yeah. goals to unlock. By the yes. medium of sharing things mm. somehow, somewhere, presumably on <laughs> on, on like X page and things. <laughs> Let's go back up again. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm, group rules doesn't say. I don't know where you share things. So Maybe there you go. Share links down below. So oh, there'll probably be tracked links for okay. you to use. So there you go. They'll be able to keep an eye on those. So and see more and, commandos. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you'll be able to get your hands on them, which would be quite nice. I sense that John's probably quite excited by this. Maybe Shay as I'm, well. I'm, Here's I'm some liking... of the previous stuff. <laughs> and an entire treasure trove of options was opened up to John on that day. Oh, no. <laughs> don't look, John. Look away. Oh, man. I hope I don't scroll down any further. Oh, no. <laughs> Normally, it's Jerry backing the Kickstarter. So. <laughs> I've been I don't very have good. any money. <laughs> I've been very good and didn't drop £300 on Starshlock. On Starshlock. <laughs> that is, of course, a lie. I 100% uh, dropped £300 on Starshlock last week. I love that. The, the multi-part kit, I think, is great as well. So if you want to just use these to mm. build on would build your own troops but also use these with other troop sets out there i think that's a really nice little mm. idea they look suspiciously yeah. like an identical match to bold action skill don't they who would have thought don't it? they yes mm. and i i would very much love non-metal gun teams mm. well, there personally. we go yeah a oh they've got a kangaroo, kangaroo. oh I my mean, god that in of itself must be worth its weight in gold because let's I, just say any ram you're buying you're buying in resin and it's costing you the, the 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 problem is that the the bolt the the official bolt action kangaroo is crap because it's one of the really old kits. They haven't yeah. revisited it yet. If that looks as good as I think it does, then yeah, that's worth. It's absolutely worth because I need three. No, I need four for my army. Five maybe. What, what's really nice about this campaign, I think it's really good, is that they're showing off the painted Honor. examples of stuff they've printed as well. So you're not you're not just looking at renders and being like, oh, I guess that's fine. You're looking at miniatures that they've actually done in-house so you can be like oh wow so that's actually what i'm going to be getting once i get this don't, you know as an stl file and get printing with it so. oh, don't, don't why mattress yeah how close how much do you need to put in to unlock the land mattress john i don't know i was looking at they had carriers as well i mean yeah carriers. Oh. Yeah. i mean the grants they're only like 700 quid short of mm. the land mattress that'll probably be there before the end of the weekend mm. 
I have to say, one of the, and maybe this is just me, but one of the um, bits that stands out for me more than anything else is if we go back to the core files, you've got two different platoons. You've got one in the full squad kit. It's like, get up there, carry all your stuff. And then you've got the ones who've gone, yeah, we've been here for a while. I'm not doing that anymore. Throw your bags off, lads. <laughs> left, the left their, yeah, left their kit in the half track or left their kit in the LVT mm, or something. Yeah, or in the RAM. They remember, John, you can buy. It's just down here. Yeah. The RAM was just, there it is. See? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Left it in there. <laughs> There's oh, a lot dear. going on with that. Yeah. Look, you need to have your Otter Scout up front. The thing is, there's so much personality in those sculpts because mm, they're not yeah. having to repeat them for plastic sprues. That's what makes them really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's a lot more individuality in, in the models. They're not being mm. restricted by having to lay them out for plastic injection mm. or anything. Mm. And it just makes them look so much better. Oh, early bird's gone. That's fine. You know, that Still, 38 you, pounds for that all of that. 38 pounds, it's... John. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-eight. We get paid soon, John. Isn't that lucky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, this this does run into August. There's seventeen yeah, days 17 left. Seventeen days left on this. John, we just I'll just go ahead and uh, send you that link, John. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you are interested in the grim dark future and old hammer stuff, make sure to go and check out Knucklebone stuff. And from what we're looking at in the three D printing section, there. If you want to join a painting competition, go and download some stuff from War Games Atlantic. If you want to play sci fi stuff or maybe even fantasy, go and pick up the Silver Moon Daughters. Or if you like World War Two, like John, then you can pick up Operation Plunder from Archaeix. There's yeah, a lot going on in the world, isn't there? Yeah. It's time to release you all to go and see what it is. Be free, my children, be free. <laughs> we'll be back again next Friday. If that's too long, or if the outside is full of either flood or fire, then come back to us on Sunday morning, where we'll be doing our best to stave off boredom in the house by talking about, hopefully not aliens, uh, <laughs> but our hobby and yours. Uh, you can join us over on tabletop.com in the Cult of Games XLBS. But until then, have a great week of gaming. Bye-bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on. <laughs>